That's awesome. I like that song. Who's that song by? This song is by Lil J and Sars. It is called Mona Lisa. I like that. I like that. Okay. Well, hello, hello, guys. Hey, how y'all doing today? I am Erica Mona. And I am Damio. And this is... Cross Cultured. Happy Independence Day. I'm sorry. You didn't do it with me. Oh, I'm And sorry. it gave, like, faint. Actually, it was actually good. You, you, you carried it well. Did I? You did. I would like it wasn't. I wasn't gonna make it noticeable that this oh, carry along. Know, I feel that. Okay. You know, together. To, All right. Let's know. let's try again. This is cross culture. You see how full that felt. <laughs> Thank you. But yes, happy Independence Day to Nigeria. This is sixty first Independence. Nigeria never carry last. Okay, we know they carry last. It's a wonderful thing that, you know, we're 61 years old. Hmm. Um, but you know what? I feel like I see less and less people celebrate Independence Day on social media. Damn, for real? I don't know if it's just my social media. Because I feel like, you know, when we were in college, a little bit post-college, it was so hype. Like, Nigeria Independence Day, you know, everyone posting pictures of their... Just tell me you missed my annual picture. Oh, you, you used to post annual pictures or something? I, I, used to po- I used to give them some Ankara drip every time. Oh, really? Why didn't you post this time? I don't be on social media like that no more. I'm busy. Mm. But um, my point was to say I feel like people are not really celebrating. And then you see a lot of, like, pushback with people saying, what What are we celebrating? I'm celebrating, celebrating the independence of the country. Yeah. Fuck? But people are, like, you know, especially people, people who are living in Nigeria, you know, they're saying that there's nothing to celebrate with the climate in which Nigeria is. Like, there's no progress. That. You know what I, I mean? There's um, Because, you know, the other day I was talking to my cousin, and he was like, he literally said, I regret pledging for this country. Damn. Yeah, literally, he texted me that because he was trying to do some things, and it was just super difficult. And he was saying, I just regret pledging, you know, what for this country. What does that mean for people who don't understand I that? think, we, what did, I think, was he in the, was it Marine? He did, what did he do? Was it Navy? I think it was okay. in Navy. I think he was in one of those for a little bit. Um, and just, I guess, you know, when you say your pledge, you know, every yeah. day, you know, because it's required when you're in school and stuff. Right. Um, but I guess in just in that way, you know, um, mm. but it's. I don't know. It's sad, um, but you know, I do think it's still something to celebrate. You know, there is still a black nation that we're able to stand on our own despite the things that's going on. Um, you know, as me and my kids learned today, Nigeria is one of the largest, if not the largest, country in Africa, like yeah. the most populated. Yeah. It is the seventh 
largest city in the um, country in the world. Oh, wow, really? It is. It's the, the blackest nation, too. It is the blackest nation. It is the country that has the most twins. Mm-hmm. It is the country where the richest black man in the world lives. Yeah, don't Come on now, Nigeria. Look, it's my country, and I'm gonna stick beside it. Yeah, yeah. That's just it. Totally. Um. So, what was your highlight of the week, Dami? My highlight of the week. Um. I ain't gonna say it on air, but my highlight oh, of. Really? Uh, I like making the people feel like it's something else. It's nothing. Though. So what is it that you can't sit on there? My highlight of the week, shot is damn. What I do? Oh, I went out last night. Okay, okay. It wasn't like a great turn up. Mm-hmm. I'm just proud of myself that I went out like by myself. I got you know, like mm-hmm. I've been trying to really be about this. You know, I'm young. I'm in my. 20s i live alone i don't have kids i don't have a a husband like you know it's it's true independence at this time and like i'm trying to like get more into like doing stuff Mm -hmm. okay that's good that's good i'm happy to hear that um my highlight what did i do this week oh i took my baby to a baby spa oh that was that was that was really nice that was fun it was like and you know he was a little floaty he was swimming around he like i could tell like he likes to to be in water so i'll probably end up enrolling him in some swimming classes what's your highlight for you because for the past three weeks you've told us about your baby you it was past two weeks that i told about my baby not three weeks but um for me actually what i did with him is for me in the sense that I like that I looked up that activity, you okay. know, like that I am that type of mom. So besides the fact that he enjoyed it, mm-hmm. but I'm enjoying, I, I'm liking the kind of mom that I am. Okay. You know, so it's a highlight, like, oh, you know, I like to do activities True. for him and to pamper him and you know what I mean? So that really is, you know, it's something I even enjoyed for me. Yeah, girl, no, I feel that because it's like, I be seeing so many parents um, that just aren't invested. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't know, you know, I don't know how they were. You know, before their kid was seven or eight, you yeah, know what I mean. Yeah. So, for all I know, they were super invested, and then they checked out. But I, I love that for you, though. For thank real. you. I actually saw like a video on Facebook. You know, people riding on Facebook, and this lady had seven kids, and you know, this year the state came to take the kids. All and of she, them. Yeah, and she was saying, "Yeah, um, those ugly little shitty motherfuckers are gone. Damn. You know, uh, I'm glad they came to take their asses." Da 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 da. And people are commenting like, okay, after the first, second child, you should have figured that you don't want to have kids, kids or you don't like it How or you whatever. you seven kids and you had a mom? She was like, yeah, because I was hoeing around. I was hoeing around. That's why I got seven kids. Bitch, you should have got on birth control. You could have got your two okay. side, like, quitting. And they're like, what about the dads? So she she was actually in a room with two of the baby daddies. And she's like, yeah, I like it. I enjoy being my baby daddies. So like, they were playing, like, PS5 game, whatever. And they weren't saying anything. And she's like, I don't, for me, I'm like, is she for real? Is this an act? But they they really do be crazy people. No, there, like I, I do see. I will say this: working, um, working in certain urban neighborhoods, yeah. where a lot of mental health just dis- problems prevail. Yeah, you see all type of different shit. Yeah, and different mindsets that you're like, like um, who was it? a teacher was telling me that she called like the dad of a parent, and he straight up said, "Hey, take my number off this shit. Like, I, I'm not trying to be knowing anything that's going on. Like, call the moms." Damn! Like he was he said, like, I'm not, I'm not trying to be responsible. Yeah, he said like that bitch. She married now. Like call her her bitch, her new wife. 
Cause she she married to a woman now, but it's like so he mad. But he want to take it out on the kid though. He's just like, hey, take my name off. He straight told her like, take my name off of this. So I'm telling you, like, it'd be different type of parents yeah, out there. Yeah, yeah. It'd definitely be different type of parents out there. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Jesus. Mm-mm. Well, I guess um, it's time for us to get into it. Dami, how do we like to start? We like to start with the hot topics. Hot topics. So, you know, speaking about kids, Jeannie Mae, you know, she's pregnant. And if you don't know Jeannie Mae, she is one of the co-hosts of The Real. That's the name of the show, right? Besides that, what did she do? I ain't know that girl before the real. <laughs> I feel like she used to do something. I do not know. But her. I don't remember. But anyway, she's you know she's one of the original co-hosts. She's been there since the very beginning mm-hmm. of the real, and she was married to her ex-husband for about ten years plus. Yes. And she's always said on the show that she does not want to have kids, mm-hmm. and that was one of the reasons why they actually got divorced. If not the main reason why they did mm-hmm. get divorced, and a little bit after the divorce. You know, the ex-husband did get married and have a child. Right. So now, as you know, she is with, um, what's Jeezy. his name? Jeezy, okay? And I feel like their relationship is probably not more than a year and a half. But they recently got married. Not too Well, let's say the whole relationship is maybe two years. Maybe two years. Two or three years. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and they recently got married, so now she's pregnant. She's like six months. Yeah, and it's like, yay, congratulations. But it's like, you've been saying for 10 years plus? Like, you knew going into the marriage that you didn't want to have kids. Yes. And even during the marriage, you say you didn't want to have kids. It's, yes. So it's like, you got married, and boom, you're pregnant. Yes. So it's controversy, you know. Um, I guess the issue is that, is it that she didn't want to have a child with her ex-husband? Was the person the problem, not actually her being a mother? I think as women, there is something to be said. Because the real conversation is, can you want to have children with a certain man? Which is what she was saying, because when she did talk about it, she mentioned that, you know, she didn't feel safe completely with her husband. She didn't feel like her husband, you know, now that she's with Jeezy and she's pregnant, she's like, I felt that I can do this with him. Like, I can Mm. have a baby. Like, I can give him a child. Like, I can do this for and with him. She said she didn't have that feeling for her ex-husband. So now it makes me think, because when you say safe, it's like, why did you marry him in the first place? Or why did you stay married with him? Because there's levels to what you want in a relationship. And it's like, you know, it's like marriage is like one of the, like, that's the highest level of relationship. You know, that's if you believe in marriage, you know? So it's just like... In a way, because he's always said he wanted to have kids, you know? And it's like, in a way, you also did waste your time. Maybe she didn't, maybe he wasn't the type of father she wanted for a child. I think that women, some women, it's very true that a lot, some women can really genuinely not want to have kids. Until of course. they're with a man that's like. That makes you want, like, make you want to have their baby. That makes you want to have their baby. <laughs> and as much as that sounds like, damn, but it's yeah. like, you know, there are some men that make you want to have their baby. The words like, you sit there and be like. We could have kids and they'd yeah. be cute and you know because you do feel like you know I've told you in like privacy like you know there's certain men that I'd be like damn I was in here thinking like oh I would be okay yeah. if we had a kid. One thing I've always made sure and even a friend did tell me is that you know hey as a woman whether you're single whatever you're doing your thing make sure that whoever you're sleeping with if you so- end up being pregnant can that person be a good father and that's mm-hmm. something you know. I always make sure, like, whoever I was dealing with, if, you know, I get pregnant, you know, which did happen, but it's like, would I be okay with this person being the father? You know what I'm saying? Uh, I think it was only one person I dated that I knew that 
if something was to happen, he would not be a good father. Yeah. And it was like, and it literally was like a two month relationship and it right. was over with, you know? And that kind of, just, it just kind of reduces any future headache you have. You know right. what I'm saying? Especially if you're not married or whatever the case may be, it's like, damn, are you going to be left? Like the example you just gave. A, a, a father to literally say, get me off the call list of a child, of yeah. his child, you know? So I do believe that there are some men that, you know, you're with someone that makes you feel like, okay, I, I do want to have your baby. Because even when I was pregnant, like I wasn't, I wasn't fearful of his father. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, he's a great man. I'm happy that he's the dad. Like, I would choose him, more, you know, you know, before anybody else. But still, like, in a way, I feel bad because I'm like, he, she kind of wasted his time, too. Right. So, like, is she wrong? You know, like, is she really bogus? Um, I, She's bogus in the sense that if... Now, if it's that it was an epiphany that she had later on after she got with Jeezy, like, okay, the reason why I felt like I didn't want to have kids was maybe the man I was with. Maybe he played a role. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Maybe that's something, that's something that came to mind after, you yeah. know? Then I'd be like, okay. Because sometimes you don't know till something happens, you know? But if it's that she went in getting married and deep down, you know, like, mm, I don't want to have a kid with him. That's bogus. I think that the she way she talks about it is like in an epiphany. Okay. Like, you know, like maybe now that she's with him and she is pregnant, she's realized that, hey, I cannot have kids with this other man because I don't feel completely safe with him. I don't know, man, because I feel like that's something like boyfriend-girlfriend relationship. You know what I'm saying? What part? In the sense that when you're doing the boyfriend-girlfriend, that's when you analyze and see... Do I completely feel safe? What kind of father would this person be? You know what I mean? You do all those observation and analyzation and all that. Um, I mean, I think that some people really think that they don't want children and then some man changes them. That's true. Because like Eva Eva Longoria, not Eva Longoria, Eva Mendez. Okay. She's a good example. She's with um, Ryan. What's his name? The guy from The Notebook. What's his name? No, she's not with Ryan Gosling. She is. Not Eva Mendes. Eva Mendes. Oh, true. You know, I was thinking about something. I was thinking about Envelope Gloria. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. Okay. Eva Mendes is with Ryan Gosling. She is. And she is reported to say, like, I did not want children until I was with him. She did say that. So I feel like they're, they're generally women. Because, like, we just so happen to be women that have always known at some point we kids. wanted to have kids. So I think yeah. there, there are some yeah, women yeah. that was like, yeah. nah, man, it ain't for me. Woo, woo, woo. You yeah. know, I just don't see the benefit. And then it's like you get with a man and you're like, I want to give I wanna you kids. I want to have a family with you. Yeah. Like, I want to give you kids. Well, so. I'm happy that at least both her and her ex-husband are married and they have kids. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that at least they're both fulfilled. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you know, thank God that it was like they were married 30 years and they had kids at old age. How would you feel if you were the husband in this situation? Like, you break up with the ex for a reason and yeah. then they go hurt. and exhibit that exact reason. I would feel hurt because it's like... That's also like what are you so what what exactly are you saying about me? That's also right. you saying something about my character. Right. You know what I mean? Right, right. Especially now that he's a father. Right. So I'm like, does his new wife see that in him? Right. You know what I mean? Like, what are you saying about me? Did I really make you feel that uncomfortable? Was I not a good man for you to feel confident right. that I would be a good father? You know what I mean? That you didn't want to like start a family with me? That's that's pretty that's hurtful. Heavy. That is hurtful. That's like you did that's not hurtful. want to re- to procreate with me. Man, that's that's heavy. So since we are on the topic of relationships gone away. But I'm sorry, real quick. Yeah. Before I even move to the next topic. Also, the con- part of the controversy is the fact that the thing she said about black men, too. Oh, Let's not yeah. forget. yeah. I mean, she said black men was Jeezy a side got married. Meal. Yeah, they side pieces, and then 
you know, take the white guys home or something like that. I mean, that. she married a black man, so I feel like at this point, she eating her words. Here's my thing: a black woman couldn't say that a black black man and black men forgive her. Right, black men could never. So, I mean, it is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah, it is. But yes, I'm sorry. You could continue to the next topic. No, yeah, that's a fact though, because it's like that snack show did become your whole entree, baby. Your whole entree, your whole meal, your yeah. whole family, your baby daddy. At that your point, father's... that's your signature dish. Oh, okay, the main course on the meal. Yeah, what? It's the whole restaurant. What the hell? For the rest of your life, too. Okay. All right. All right, girl. Okay. So, um, let's talk about this next relationship. So, um, let's talk about Miguel and his wife, or at this point, ex-wife, Nizandi. I believe that's how you pronounce her name, Nizandi. Um, So, after 17 years of being together, they have finally announced that they are split. Which, to me, is like, oh. Yikes. Oh, 17 yeah, years 17 is no joke. 17 years is a long time. 17 years is no joke. They were together like since teenagers before he blew up. Like and 19 at that yeah. point. Because they're not more than, they're definitely not in their 40s. No, they're like in their 30s. Yeah. Yeah. So they've been together for a hot minute since being teenagers before he became Miguel. The before she became the designer. Mo- yeah, before the model. And then, you know, they eventually got married. So they married for three years. Mm. So now I'm just thinking, like, what is the cost of the separation? That shit is scary to me. Yeah. It's, to feel like it? you be with somebody for so long, and then when you get married, it's just like the relationship didn't even last. So, like, is it the marriage? Because, you know, some people like to blame the marriage. Like, when we got married, that's when things became No, I mean, it would have been, what is it, like, 17 years in any sort of relationship is a long time. It's a long time. And then, you know, I feel like they went through, like, they fought through those phases in the sense that, you know, let's say you've been with someone and they're trying to be a superstar. Right. A lot of times people do end up breaking up because right. it's too much for one partner or the other. They went through it. You get what I'm saying? Like, she went through it with him. He went through it with her. Like, they were together. So, it's like, if y'all could go through go through that stage together, it's just like, why now? Like, what is... I truly believe, as grown as we feel like we are, we're still chill babies. You know what I mean? Like not ba- sense? not babies in a childish sense, but babies in the scope of life, right? Because in it's like sense? there's so much that we haven't even tasted and touched. There's so much experience of life that's like even turning, like even when you hit thirty, mm-hmm. just our scope and our our thought of like us now versus us yeah. when we're thirty, we're gonna feel like yeah, boy, we thought, but this is different. I get so it. I can't even imagine being like thirty five, thirty six. You're probably a whole different person. Of course, but is it like you can't go through that with a partner? Sometimes, sometimes you can't go through it with that partner. Like, y'all are in different phases completely of your life. And I think it's that, you know, as human beings, we need to realize, as you said, you know, we're always going to evolve. You know, yeah. So we're, what, in our late 20s now, when we hit 30, is you have to understand whatever partner you're, you're with is not going to be the same partner when you met them. Yeah. You know, when you met them five years ago. So you have to be able to evolve and grow and accept whoever they change to be. And hopefully it's a good person that, they, you know, they continue to be, like, a better version of themselves and not, like, you know, degrading and being negative. Of course. You know what I mean? But you have to, I feel like a lot of people do not accept that, and it's hard for them to accept that that plays mm. a while to break up. Um, but I think that, you know, you should be able to evolve with your partner. You know what I mean? Yes, you're going to go through different things of life. Yes, we haven't really tested life. There's so much life that one was to experience. But I feel like nowadays, you know, this social media age, we tend to say that, oh, you know, you're too young to love, whatever, whatever. I, I think you could always love, you know? Yeah, for sure. I think that 
um, a conversation that has spurred from that that I find curious is like, is there an amount, a time limit on the amount you've been with someone that will make you say, at this point, we can't break up. We got to figure it out. Right? Because we see people like Will and Jada. Mm -hmm. To me, Will and Jada damn near should have got a divorce a long time ago. Damn, why you say that? Because Because to me, it's become obvious that they don't, they're not in love with each other at all. To me, they've just become like, they're good friends. They just didn't have like a dramatic breakup where it's like, I hate you, fuck you, woo, woo, woo. I just feel like they're just really good. They're good co-parents and they're good friends and they're good partners, but I don't think they're in love. But that's the thing, relationship, marriage or not, you're not always going to be in love with your partner 24-7. I mean, 24-7 in months, a sense. You know, it could be like months will go by and I'm like, I'm not, I've not been in love with him for the past six months. But of course, the love is still there and you guys are bounded together with so many different things. But I don't think the kids, love is still marriage. there for them. I think there is love. I think I just maybe the in love part may not, the romantic yeah. in love part is not there anymore. Um, but obviously, there has to be some type of love for them to still be together, even despite the whole... Well, August, what's his name? August Alcina. Uh, yeah, uh, that whole situation. You know what I'm saying? For him to still stay, some love has to be there. Yeah, you know? and so it's like, for you, do you think that there is, like, we've been in this for this amount of time, I'm not leaving at this point? Like, we got to push through. I think it depends on the situation. You know what I'm saying? As long mm-hmm. as it's not no abusive situation, you know, it's not something where it's like, okay, it's really taken away from me. Right. You know, whether it's affecting my life, my health, my career. If it's that we just really need to, you know, it's just general relationship things like we kind of like drift it apart and we just, yeah, as long as both partners are really to work. So it's it. drifting apart not enough. Like if it, it we're depends really- how far y'all go, and if you both of y'all wake up and say, hey, acknowledge that, hey, we've drifted apart. Right. You know, let's work towards coming back together. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like, is drifting apart just not enough to be like? We apart, you know what I mean? Like on, not- for me, it's not. Okay, it depends on the individual, and okay. again, it depends on how far apart we've drifted. Okay, you know, if it's really where we've drifted in the sense that we just re- literally live in separate lives, that we're like roommates in a house. You yeah, know what I'm saying we're not really caring if you come to the house or not. Have you eaten? Like, you know, sometimes you drift apart, but like at least I was too caring. Did you eat? I was too making like a I care meal. You as a you person. Know what I'm saying? You know, more than a person, as my partner. You know, what I mean, I was too making you a meal. Because some people just kind of like. Like, I'm just a lovey-dovey person. Like, mm-hmm. I just care about people just off the space. Yeah. The fact that we're in the same vicinity often. But you still know that a little bit of, it's still that softness, careness. It may not be as big as it used to be, but, like, I still care, like, are you okay? You know, or, like, oh, are you coming home tonight? Or, you know so, what I mean? like, for me, I can't, I hate my ex, really, with the, well, I don't hate him, but I dislike him, like, a lot. Like, mm-hmm. I, I really could care what he does with yeah. his life, right? But if we lived together, yeah, just off the fact that we live together, I would care about, like, little shit like that. Because I'm that type of person. Yeah. But I just know that the the, the romantic part of our relationship yeah. is 100% dead. Yeah. I'm ready for a divorce. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So I'm just kind of like, how many years? Because I know, like, even when it came up with Jeff Bezos and other people who've been together for, like, 20-something years. Bill, no, Bill Clinton. Uh, what's his name? From Microsoft Word. Um, Bill Gates. Gates. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, like if you've been with somebody for like 17 years and y'all are 30, because I, mean, I feel like if you're in your 30s, that's like, yeah, it's older, but it's young enough to like start again. You yeah, know what I mean? Definitely. So it's like, yeah, you've been together for 16, 17 years, because it'd be like that. Yeah. 
is that enough to be like, yo, we've been together for 16, 17 years, even though we're not feeling each other, shit is going left. Like, we, we've we should done push it. We've through. Tried. This could just be a phase. It can be. Again, I've not been in that position. True. You know what I'm saying? So I can't really. Sometimes you just don't know till you till get you know. in that boat. You know what I'm saying? Facts. So it is possible that, you know what, we've tried. I mean, hey, my parents are not together anymore. They were together for a long time. Right. And it got to a point where it's just like, you know what? We don't want to do this. We don't want to do right. this anymore. Hey, you know, and some people, you know, I'm trying to see what show is it? I was, okay, I was watching um, what's Real Housewife of New Jersey. And it's like season six, so a few years back. And one of the cast, her husband, were, they've been together like since she was 18. They're married for 12 years, divorced, and got back together like 10 years later. Re- it be like remar- that. literally remarried, like Nene and Greg. Yeah, like it be they, like a lot of they people. They got remarried again. It's like you know we had our break, and I, you know you're still my soulmate. You know what yeah. I mean? So relationships are complicated. You know it's quite sometimes I feel like we human beings just make it so complicated. It doesn't have to be that complicated. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, it boils down to both individuals, not one person putting in hundred percent, other person putting forty percent or eighty yeah. percent. Both people, both individuals saying we are gonna equally collectively work together and do what we need to come back to a happy loving space right. where this is a loving relationship a romantic relationship Thanks. it puts in, it's you have to put in the work you know what i mean no matter how small no matter how big it is you have to put in you can't you cannot be lazy with a relationship love. yeah you cannot be lazy with a relationship yeah. you have to do things to make each other happy it is a lot of work man i ain't really it's a lot of work to have a yeah. partner it is you know what blows me you know about men i even had this conversation not so long ago it's like you know, men be like, oh, you know, I'm grinding right now. I'm working so hard. So, like, you know, when I'm in grinding mode, I've been in this certain mood for a long time. And, and I got to focus. You, and yeah. I'm just like, okay, yeah, sure. You know, there's one grinding, okay, you know. But, sure, that's part of life. When men and, and act have, like women don't grind. Exactly. And it's like, okay, fine, that's part of life. You know, you're always going to grind. Yeah, some moments may be busier than other, but you can still cannot neglect other things. Your exactly. other relationship, the other parts of you, you cannot exactly. neglect it. Now, I'm not the type to, rec- you know, I was saying, I was like, I'm not even a high maintenance girl. I'm like, I wish I was a high maintenance girl. Like, I wish I was a high maintenance. I, 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 I do to, too. I need to be a high maintenance. Some of us could know that, okay, you know, because I'm like, I'm not even the type to be like, okay, week. Some people do weekly dates. You yes. know what I'm saying? Like, every, like, even if it's in one hour, we have to go. And weekly days could be just simple as we're gonna grab coffee together, get go ice cream. Ice cream to, you know what yeah. I mean? I'm like, I don't require much, you know. But you cannot neglect it and say because you're working. No, okay. you gotta put in you put in some efforts. You have to put in some work. And it's like, are you willing to put in that work? That's the thing. Are you willing to sacrifice that little time, even if it's two hours, whatever it is? People just gotta be willing to put in the work. That's really what it is. Facts. No, that's facts. I I definitely think because it's like. Once I'm in a relationship, it could be three months, it could be three years, it could be 30. I'm going to try until I feel like yeah, this is okay. Sometimes you know when you're like, okay, you know what, I've done everything. This is bullshit, yeah. Everything I could do. Yeah. You know. But I don't, I definitely do not want to be in a 15-year relationship and there's no spark. And yeah. I'm just there just because we've been for 15 years and am I not going to leave now? I don't, exactly. I don't want that. You know, of course, I, I definitely still want there. I want people to see us and be like, I see the love. Like, oh, I want to feel the love. I want to, oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Tomorrow, <laughs> for real, I want people to see me and my my husband, my man, my yep. boyfriend, be like, oh, <laughs> like, oh, they want to evoke for y'all. exactly to be inspirational. You know, to yeah, I just want y'all people. to feel it so much that it's like, mm-mm. like I want something like that. 
But yeah, girl, we'll see. You know, maybe they may come back together. Who knows? I do hope so. I, I really so. do because they're cute together. You know, what yeah, I mean? they fit each other. They, they do. They do. Um, so I definitely, and I think they're good. Well, well, they were a good example of like Hollywood relationships. True. You know, you don't hear anything negative, abusive, cheating scandals about them. You yeah. Know, they're young. They show their love, you know. And they're, they're not committed. Too, exactly. They're committed. Or were. Right. Or were. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so next on the list, Western Washington University implements black-only student housing. Okay, hmm. um, so they designated the flo- the fourth floor of Alma Clark Glass Hall for its Black Affinity Housing Program. The the, the building is named for th- is named for the first Black person to attend. Well, after the first Black person who attended Western Washington, how do you feel about that? I, about there being like a separate house for like you know Black only. Students? I don't think that should happen. If y'all want to start a club, start a club, but not separate housing. I don't like it because I I'm not for it because I'm like okay. There's no more segregation. We couldn't go for any other race doing it. Exactly. Mexicans couldn't do it. Asians Can't couldn't do it. White, Indians, yeah. white people. Nobody else. Because at this it. point, if you're gonna do black only student housing, you're gonna have to do Asian student only student housing. Yeah, that's just know? not fair. There's, and I think that here's the thing. I think that black people sometimes be feeling like they the only people that want like community within themselves. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think other there's so many other and and quite frankly, not to sound like a white advocate, but say shit. Sometimes white people like to be amongst themselves, not I because mean, of, of nothing else, but it's like in this space, I don't have to apologize for my whiteness. I yeah. don't have to feel like my whiteness is the most intimidating part in the room. Yeah. Again, I don't give a fuck about white people and their you know guilt, but I can imagine that you know there is a a damn. I'm just trying to be the calm one, but I know that I have privilege and I got to always be aware of that. And they did say that um, this was made in efforts to make black students feel more comfortable at predominantly white institutions. They can start a club. I mean, because I'm like, there's black organizations. BSU exists. Exactly. Continue that. There's Asian organization. There's, you know, Latina organization. Pick a black roommate. It's not that deep for the whole fucking place to be black. Yeah, I, I think it's, I feel like in a way that's creating segregation. And I feel like, Quite frankly, I do feel that when black people are only in black spaces, as safe as it is, sometimes it hinders our growth as people. Mm -hmm. Because I do feel that there is beauty in having to relate and interact with other cultures. Of course. Of course. That's why, you know, they stopped segregation. (laughs) Exactly. So, yeah, I just feel like there's probably some people who've only been to schools with black people, only been to schools in the hood, only had all black schools, then went to college, and now you're telling them that they only have to interact with black people. I feel like part of going to college, part of the beauty is that being forced mm-hmm. to be with people that you might have not interacted with yeah. in and, your personal life. And I feel like if you're a black student that you feel like you want to be in an only a black only student house and just go to HBCU. At that point, if just, it's that just deep, go to a historical yeah, black at least college. let it be majority. Exactly. If it's that deep, just go to a historical black college yeah. and just avoid all this whatever. Because black house, I just feel like no. We did, we did not need this. Before you know it, it's going to be segregation. I mean, it's going to be like injustice in the housing. Yeah. Like, oh, we don't get fresh water. Uh, For exactly. It's really going to be that. It's like, do, and I get it, you know, all these white schools and whatever, they're trying to, you know, um, acknowledge blackness and stuff. But you could it's do so that in other ways. Like, make sure that, you know, they're black teachers. And make sure you guys are teaching African-American studies or other cultural studies. You know, make sure that black students can, you know, celebrate their blackness 
in the school, but all this black only school, what is that going to solve? I just think it's unnecessary. It doesn't solve anything in a predominantly white space. I mean, that's part of the plot of Dear White People. That's literally like mm. part of the plot. Like the first two seasons was like, oh, the all black housing. They were trying to break it up at this mm-hmm. like white school. And I get it. I'm not saying that there's not safety in community. Of course. You know what I mean? But I think that when you go to college, Part of the beauty of going to college is to experience the differences in the world. Yeah. And I you agree. really see people that's like, oh, shit, I did not grow up in Bumblefuck, USA, where there's a thousand people in the population. You know what I mean? Where yeah. all the grocery store owners grew up with the teachers, grew up, like the whole fam- the whole community know each other. Yeah. I didn't grow up there. I grew up in Chicago. Yep. And you know what this mean? is both for, you know, exposure for both black and white students. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think white people need to be with black kids. Of course. So listen, white people they really don't be exposed to nothing, G. Black people a lot of time we're forced to interact with white people. White people are not forced to interact with black nope. people. No, I remember specifically I had a I was in a African American studies class and it was about the prison industrial like complex, complex. system. And we're talking about the violence in Chicago and how police officers they choose specific, you know, black neighborhoods to police at. You know, even when more crimes are going on in other, like, white neighborhoods mm-hmm. than black. So it's like more black. With You know, seeing more officers, more police cars doesn't mean there are more crimes in a certain neighborhood. Yep. It's just that it's policed more, you know? Yeah. And this student, a white student in class, who lives in Chicago, said he didn't know that these things were going on. A lot of these white people don't know that. Like, and he's like, he lives in Chicago. He really didn't know that, you know, this type of things were going on with police officers, this and that. And I'm just like, damn. They don't because it's not something in their realm. It's not. It's like us understanding what's going on in Palestine. Right, right. It's like, I know it's free Palestine, but I don't know why. But, you know, but also it's like Palestine is too far. You know what I mean? Palestine is... Palestine as far as fuck. True. You know what I mean? That's global news. True. You know, but it's like the same city you're in. It's like, they probably just grew up going to private schools. Again, you know, the same little suburbs. These white people don't even got to do all that. They really could just be up north going to Kilmer, going to San, going to all these little, you know what I mean? And it's just kind of like, we don't have to interact with black people. They they don't. And we don't know what they're going through. Because it's not part of our business and we don't really care. But yeah, um, that's that. Okay, so let's talk about what's going on with Young Baby Tate. So Young Baby Tate is a rapper. She's actually signed to Issa Rae's company, Radio Productions. Yeah, she is signed to Issa Rae. And Young Baby Tate, she's making her round. She's definitely been doing her thing as a young, upcoming rapper. So recently she did a festival, and you know... These female rappers, they be naked. They do what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, and she has been body shamed um, by none other than Lil Baby's first baby mama. I don't really know her name, but she goes by Little Miss Golden mm-hmm. on Instagram. I think her real name is Aisha. She made a comment about young baby Tate's body. I'm going to read it a little bit. She said, quote, but even outside of surgery, black women, we have to stop defending our bad habits. 
I'm all for being natural and loving the skin you're in, but that's just not what a natural body looks like. That's a natural body with no discipline, structure, and poor eating habits in their lifestyle. A BBL and lipo isn't the only way to achieve that flat stomach and toned butt. Girls that work out don't look like this, and she's a performer. She should want the best for herself all around. It's not just about looks, but in her job presentation is everything, and she needs to be healthy enough to do it. Black women lose attitudes, lose the attitudes and stop making excuses for yourself. You are queens and you should live and practice healthy lifestyles to maintain your health and to an image, period. Y'all flipped on Monique when she tried to school y'all on bonnets. Get it together. Now, y'all know I agree with Monique. Mm-hmm. Y'all shouldn't be wearing bonnets everywhere. Mm-hmm. But I do think um, we as women, we have to accept bodies that aren't perfect. That aren't like toned abs, toned ass. Like you don't have to be super snatched to be okay. To have a to have a good body. For me, it's like okay, yes. Certain things she did say, she made certain points with what she said. Like okay, you don't have to have a BBL, whatever. You know, you could just work out. But it was unnecessary. Who asked you? The fact that you made that comment under her picture. And then even looking at a girl, she ain't no 600-pound girl. It's like y'all really be tripping. It's, it's, it's unnecessary. So just because she doesn't look like how you would like her to look does not mean she doesn't like the way she looks. It doesn't yeah. mean there's a problem with the way she looks. You know what I mean? Not everyone wants to be super fit. You know what I mean? Not everyone wants to have... Some people want to have softness and like a little jiggly to them and curves and, and a little like cellulite and movement to them and that's absolutely fine i'm some people you know what I mean? shit me too so it's just like it, i just think and if it's like if you felt that deep you know what i mean like if you really felt that deep about it because you're like you know what you're a superstar and i want you to present yourself a certain way dm her if it really was serious and you were coming from a good place yeah you were really coming from a good place because there's no way no how okay Especially, she's already in the limelight being little baby's baby mom or whatever. There's no way, no how, you knowing that that comment you made would not cause some type of controversy, some uproar, whatever. You, there's no way, you knew that's going to hurt her feelings. As a woman, and you're saying, black, you know, black women, let's uphold each other, let's be queens and look good. That does not look good to you. That does not look good on you as a black woman, the I way think, you came for her. I think we got to stop um, equating flat toned stomachs with being healthy and in shape Mm -hmm. you know because i think that there are like for me i you know i've been falling off but i work out you know what Mm -hmm. i mean i eat pretty okay i eat pretty healthy i'm not skinny i'm not super toned you know what i mean like i'm toned enough but you know i'm not like if i wear what young baby tate wear she looks she her stomach is flatter than mine Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and i think that so often we so quick to tell people you're not healthy. You're not taking care of yourself. You're not doing this. And it's like, baby, Ooh, flat stomachs you. and all of that does not mean I'm taking care of myself. I know a lot of skinny. I know a girl. Skinny as can be. She a dancer. Woo, woo, woo. The girl eats horribly. She she doesn't have good hygiene. She, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? She's not healthy. Mm-hmm. So it's like this idea that your body completely represents your, your health habits is just false. And, and I like how you use the word completely because it doesn't. It really doesn't. I was watching a show and this lady talking about she had an eating disorder. And right in on all, I mean, I knew eating disorders are real, but the level at which people go with eating disorders, she said that she would intentionally cover her food with something in the garbage to make her not eat it. Ugh. She said that she would lick ice cubes for dinner. Damn. 
she said that even when she got married on a honeymoon, because, you know, after a while, you go to certain restaurants, they're not going to keep changing the food. Like, talk yeah. about, do not put salt, don't put this, don't put that. Yeah. They're not going to do all of that for you. She said she would take, she took cans of tuna, because that's all she ate for your, hon- for your honeymoon, okay? She went to extreme levels not to eat so that she could look skinny, she could look a certain size, have a Damn. flat stomach. You know what I mean? Had have no cellulite, and she was like, it got to a point where she was like, okay, I'm going to die if I continue yeah. this way. You know what I mean? I mean, yes, one should be healthy. Yes, implement working out in your diet, and not necessarily working out to be super skinny or whatever, but working out in the sense that it is good for like your mental, healthy. emotional, physical, you know, being. It's good for that, you know. But that post was just, it was just unnecessary. It's just like, you, at that, you could not use that same sense of sin as a black woman. I want to lift you up. You, and you, you're not lifting her up. You're embarrassing her. I just think BBLs are causing a, a extreme body dysmorphia. Yeah. Like, people don't know real body proportions. People think that, like, it makes sense to be, like, a 38D in a bra. Yeah. A 12 in the ass. But it's a, a five in the waist. Mm-hmm. That don't make sense. You mean like a 40 in the ass? Yeah. And a five in the middle yeah. 12, yeah. It just don't make sense. I mean like a 12, like you wear a size 12. Oh, okay, okay. You know what I mean? Like, it just don't make sense. It just, it really just don't make I Like, even me, there are times where I'm like, I don't know, like, I sometimes feel like, oh, my stomach is a problem. But it's mm-hmm. like, oh, it makes sense with the rest of my body. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Like, it's proportionate. And then our bodies are different. So I feel like, you know, she mentioned that, you know, this baby mama, she mentioned that she never got BBLs and, you know, she's she so naturally whatever. Aisha's lying. Whatever the case may be. There are some people who are naturally fit. You know what I'm saying? Some people are naturally more muscular. Some people naturally have, you know, a thicker way, you know, thicker butt and small waistline. Some people right. Are, and that's absolutely fine. Right. But don't come as someone who doesn't have that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because for me, and then your body changed over time. For me, I was always, I've always been naturally petite. I've always been naturally skinny. But then when I had a baby, it's like, oh, I've gained weight. You know, right. and then I have to like, also mentally emotionally, I have to like, okay, well, this is my new body. You know what I'm saying? I adjust to it and stuff. So, it's like, everyone's a body is different. You know what I mean? Like, my mom, too, she's naturally been, like, the skinny type. And she's still pretty yeah. slim. You know what I mean? So, but I'm not going to come as some, I'm not going to come as somebody who that's not their, you know, they're not someone who's been skinny from, from and, time and on. And I had to realize that, too. Like, me, I'm not a skinny type. Yeah. Like, even besides all the weight loss, I'm never going to be, like, a size two. Mm-hmm. That's just not me. Do you ever want to be a size two? No, it would. I feel like it would look super weird on yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like at this point in my weight loss, I'd rather just lift and be strong and yeah. get that really super toned. Yeah. Look, then be like a size two. A size. I feel like everyone would be scared for me. Yeah, like damn, are you, okay? you know, I can't put you. I'm like, oh my god, it's yeah. Be so weird. Even me now, I think some people are like, whoa, you mm-hmm. lost a lot of weight. Yeah. But I'm just like, you know what I mean? So yeah, it's just it's it's really understanding. I just feel like so many people are so comfortable with the idea of surgical bodies, right? Yeah. Because, like, okay, even let's talk about Cardi B. Mm-hmm. So Cardi B just had a baby, and she had just posted on her social media about, like, how, you know, um, she feels that, you know, women who have babies should take their time. But what we do know about Cardi is that her first pregnancy, she got a surgery. Which honestly blew me, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, now, okay, she had a surgery for the first pregnancy, and... 
boom, 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 immediately. And now after having a second baby, because they probably advised her, like, it's not safe to have surgery. No, you know? her last surgery, she almost died. Okay. Yeah. So now you want to say, oh, ladies, love your body. So you didn't know that before. And then let's, you're still enjoying the perks of the last surgery you did, though. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Because there's still certain things that are still nip and tuck. Facts. You know what I mean? So you're not necessarily going through the whole, you know, you had this, you already have this breast, big breast implant. So your titties are not saggy from pregnancy. Right. It's really not, okay? Um, you already got that big butt, tight waist, whatever. So yeah. maybe anything, you may have stretch marks, maybe a little extra belly fat. It's like she's giving herself a shape. So even if she does have that little belly fat, her silhouette is going to be different because I think part of what. I've never had a baby, but I think part of what upsets pregnant women is that their silhouette is different. It's like, not all, I think not all pregnant women get these exaggerated hips, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, some women just, like, have their same body, but they keep the punch yeah, yeah, from yeah. the baby. And I think that's part of what makes a lot of women uncomfortable. It's it's, it's your whole body. Yeah. yeah, whether it's your arms are big or your feet, you know. Uh, someone was telling me that, you know, she said she used to be a five, her shoes were a size five. I thought she had a kids or a size seven and it never went back down. Oh yeah. So it's it's every single part of your body that changes. Now some women are lucky. Whereas like they snap back and they don't it doesn't even really look like anything. You uh. and, and that's absolutely great. You didn't know say. But the general, you know, as a woman in general, your body even besides pregnancy, your body would change. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So not let alone, you know, talking about having a whole baby. So for me, I was just like for, I'm one of the people that's kinda like a little upset with that video she made, because I'm just like Girl, you, you didn't you didn't do this authentically. Damn. No one is coming at you for doing your surgery, but now to now, it's just like when all this, you know, Instagram babes say after they get their surgeries and they say, Oh, this is my workout routine. We can come at bitches for having surgery. Let's actually erase that narrative that oh, you can't come we can come at them because I mean, surge, surgery bitches love talking about bodies. Yeah, exactly. And it's like y'all bitches did not do this. Exactly. This is not your real like, body. I am mad you wonder because I'm telling you, after I'm done having kids, I wanna get breast augmentation. I, I sure will get my tits lifted back up. You know what I mean? So I'm not mad at it, but as you said, the surgery people, they're becoming a natural body girls. But it's like, girl, how did you look before the surgery? Exactly. But how did you look before the surgery? Exactly. You know, so it's not authentic. It's not necessarily coming from a good place. From, it's not coming from a real authentic place with Cardi B. That's how I feel. Because you Damn, got you, you feel fake. It's fake because you're you still enjoying the perks of your surgery. Come on now. So one more, what is it? What is it? Now you want to say women. Mm, and I also boy. think that women that have, like, you have a full stylist team. Like, it's just not the same. It's just not the same. It's I really get not. it, but it's just not the same. Like, I get the whole uplifting, pregnant, yeah, but it's just not the it's, same. You, you, you have a chef and everything. Like, the big thing I'm dealing with because... You know, people say when you're pregnant, make sure you have a healthy diet because that's what is going to follow you after you have the baby. Yeah. So naturally, pregnancy, you feel like you want to eat more. You know what I mean? Because, you know, the whole sense of eating for two. Actually, you're not necessarily eating for two. You still want to maintain a healthy diet. You eat a little bit more, but don't put that eating for two in your head where you give yourself an excuse to eat a lot. Okay. Yeah, that's I was me, one, though. I was one of my friends that ate a lot. I, girl, I, I can't like, wait. <laughs> girl, I was eating a lot. I can't wait to have an excuse to eat so people can stop judging. I, I was eating, like, things that I wouldn't naturally eat. You know, I was eating at any time because I, I was just always hungry, too. You know what I mean? Um, But that habit definitely has followed me after pregnancy. And even breastfeeding, I still feel like I'm hungry and hungry. Because it's like, in a way, you're also, you're also still eating for two. Exactly. Pregnancy. Exactly. Because when you breastfeed, you, you're like, you do lose calories from you're breastfeeding. You're burning mad calories. But however, it's like I still need to, it's hard for me to switch back to having a healthier diet as I used to before pregnancy, you know. But Cardi B, she probably got a chef who's already cooking, you know, gourmet and things like, you know, the calories that counted where she's not necessarily feeling like she's not eating enough, whatever. 
whatever. I have to calculate, you know, and then with having a baby, I'm like, what time can I cook? Girl, boom. Bye. I'm upset. <laughs> yeah, oh, I, I hate think, it, but I'm upset. I definitely think that like celebrity moms, um, they don't they don't account for how like their lifestyle just makes it easier to be a mom. You know who I like? Tia Mori. She keeps it real. I follow yeah. her. She keeps it real. She keeps with it super real. Her pregnancy journey, without having endometriosis and everything. Oh, she has endometriosis. Yeah. I know Which that. is why, you know, the gap between her kids is pretty. Her first son is, I think her child is almost like six, seven years older than her. Yeah, her and they're a new baby. And because she has endometriosis, it's pretty hard to get pregnant. You oh, know what I'm saying? Wow. It's, it's a really difficult thing. Um, so she's, and I don't think she's going to have any more kids yeah. after this, you know? Um, but she's pretty honest, you know what I mean? About her experience. And it's like, yeah, you want to tell people your experience and also encourage them to have healthier lifestyles. That's fine. That's good. And if you want to have surgery, cool. But all this fakeness, please save it. Damn. Well, she said this time she's taking her time. Uh, don't take your time. No, rush back into surgery. I mean, this is all, all this BBL talk got me thinking about on Red Table Talk. Mm-hmm. So Willow and Jada recently came out on their Red Table Talk and said how they considered getting a BBL. <laughs> Willow Smith and Jada Smith. Um, well, Jada Pinkett Smith. Um, thought about getting a BBL. I ain't going to start. Who hasn't thought about getting a BBL? Like, okay. seriously, who hasn't had that thought? As a woman of like, hmm, what would a BBL feel and look like? I'm not going to lie. Maybe post babies had me think about it. I used to not think about it at all because I'm like, I don't care. Because you ain't need it. But I've also, even though, the thing is that even though I was slim, I've had people made fun of my body before. No, no, no. Not you saying that saying? you haven't been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, but you know, because you see this, I don't need. But if people have come like, oh, you need an ass. You don't have, because I don't have the big ass. But I don't care. Because I'm like, <laughs> clearly I have ass. If yeah. I can sit down on my butt, I got a butt, okay? I don't care if you like it or not, you know? Um, so, but post-baby, you know, I'm like, okay, so what, what exactly is BBO? You know, is it implants to put in the booty or is it just fat transfer? It's a fat transfer. Okay, I'm not mad at fat transfer. My question is, how do you keep? Because when you do work out, you burn fat. So if, if you put the fat, you could you, build fat to muscle. Okay, so but the, with surgery, so if you transfer that fat to your ass and you don't work out, so we're not putting people that. Okay, workout, if you don't work out, then how that's would what, you maintain that fat? You can't. You just keep transferring fat. You keep doing things to reduce. So you gotta keep to doing alter it. fat. Yeah, because like you're not gonna constantly do BBL, but maybe you're constantly doing. Contours. Those um, body contours to reduce the fat here and suck the fat out here. Mm, mm, mm. I mean, it's, it's, you know, even the plastic surgeons, they've said that BBL is one of the most dangerous surgeries that you could get because you could really lose your life from it. I think, what did Jada and the daughter say? I beg, I feel like they're doing, they, they be doing stuff for attention. Who's the, oh, Jada I mean, and, they just uh, said that they thought about it, but then they went to the gym and built and their built body. The booty. See, and it's, it's possible. Now, do I feel like, I do think it's possible to build your body in the gym. But it's not going to, look, let me say this shit. But to an extent. I Yeah, exactly. Motherfuckers got to stop saying build your body. Because you're never going to build the, the body, the silhouette of a BBL. Exactly. That's what you're never going to If build. you don't already naturally have a certain Silhouette. curvy shape. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I ain't no amount of working out that I've been doing that I'm going to have a, a body like booty. Jada or Ari. You know, it's just not going to happen. Yeah. So that's just that on that. Um, I just think that, like, it's just hard. And I think that people try to excuse it. But at the end of the day, when you have a certain type of body, things happen for you. Mm-hmm. And for us to act like it doesn't is just a lie. Mm-hmm. It's just a lie. And it's like, 
people, you make more money, you get more attention, men do shit for you. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just different when you have a body that's more desirable. Yeah. And it's like, people talk shit about it and be like, oh, why you do that? Da, 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 da. But at the end of the day, you know how, it's like, we talk all the time how hard it is to be an adult. If you get a BBL and now all of a sudden men want to pay your bills and do this and do that, how the fuck yeah, I'm going to invest in this so I can get this, 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 and yeah, this. return. Because it's like, it's hard. You know what I mean? Like, it's hard to be the woman that just does not get looked at. Mm. That no man gives a fuck about. Mm. I've been that I've been the woman that's like, you you don't even care about me just off of the fact that I'm a woman. Because you're not attracted to me. Mm-hmm. So it's like... Shit, at this point, I'm going to do what it takes for you to be attracted to me so I can have a little bit of more just easiness in life. It's easier. Damn. It's just easier. Like, we may not like it, but it's easier. Like, look at, like, who the fuck would Jada Chiefs be without a BBL? Girl. Who would Ari be without a BBL? Exactly. Exactly. Because, you know, we were just talking about Jada Chiefs, and she is little baby's second baby mama. I don't uh-huh. think they're together anymore, right? Maybe, maybe not. We really don't. Anyway, know. and she's just she just turned twenty four. That is young. She literally just turned twenty four, maybe two weeks ago. Okay. Yes. And then if you look at her, but she's had this BBL body for a long time. Like the I don't know. It looks like butt Since shots before butt her implants. baby. She, you know, it it doesn't look to me. It looks botched. It doesn't look good. You know, it's it's to extreme extent where it's like okay, you're doing too much. Yeah. It doesn't. BBL doesn't fit all types, all body shapes. It sure don't. You know what I mean? It's like, you have to have a little cushion to be able to, you know, for it to fill out and look good. Okay, fine. She has it. And it's like, as you said, now she's popular. Now, her appearances, how much her appearances? 20K and up. For her to just appear in a club. For not to sing, to not dance, to not say anything, but just to be at the club and have a few pictures taken with the little fans is Twenty thousand dollars and up, and then if you were to advertise on your page, that's five ten k and up. So it's just like, as you said, it does make life easier. You know, I think the frustrating part is the fact that, you know, for me, one, I used to think that do women solely. Let's answer this: Do women solely get BBLs or you know, searching for their bodies for men, or is it also like to show off for other women? It's not. It's, you know sh- it's not a just combo. for men. It is a combo. Because mm-hmm. I feel like women shame women and such. Like, yeah. the way that women shame women, we don't talk enough about the different shames. Right? Women shame women for having curves. Mm. Women shame women for being in relationships. Women shame women for having children. Women shame women for so many different things. So, it's like getting that surgery, yes, it's for my curves. It's for women. It's for men. But it's most, I feel like it's mostly just to have an opportunity to be like, you know what? I'm making money. Niggas spending money on me now. Absolute fact, G. That, that's absolutely fact. So would you consider getting up, like, on some real, real shit, would you consider getting a BBL? Yes. What's stopping you from getting a BBL? I'm poor. You know what? They have some cheap ones, though. I ain't gonna You lie. know, I'm poor I've been seeing, like, $4,000 ones. No, that's, I want, if I'm gonna do it, I want to do it well. Because surgery scares me, too. Yeah. It's just like, I, you know what I mean? I don't even like the idea. The like, healing process, like, you got to be laying down for a long time. Yeah, like and then like, it's a recovery. It's, just, it's, yeah. it's quite a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. Can I get a BBL? No, I won't get a BBL. I think I'll just work out. And, like I'll I said, do regular I'm, I'm liposuction. Okay. Where do you want to lipo out? My stomach. So you feel like, you know, you feel like you've worked 
you feel like working out is not helping your stomach at all? I feel like it's just not. It's not. It's just more work than. Not like that I'm willing to put in, but like the that time. you have time to put in. It's the time to, yeah, it's just a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So is life. And I feel like for my body, I'm just always working against my body. Mm-hmm. Like my body wants to be big. <laughs> your body wants It does, because I've do, always been a bigger, big, you know what I'm saying? I my, do get that, yeah, yeah, yeah. And even like, even when I compare my weight to other people's weight, like my weight looking like this is so different. So like I'm always going to weigh more. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's just different. Okay. I feel that. Well, thanks for the honesty. Okay, let's switch from talking about bodies and stuff. Um, so, Jill Scott, she was on, what's her name? Jamel Hill's um, podcast. And she mentioned how she was thinking about living in the United States for Holland due to the racial climate. She said there are certain things that you just do not have to deal with in certain countries. So she mentioned Holland is like a really healthy country. You know, they're really bike. You could be whoever you want to be. You know, that racial climate, you know, or injustice and racism is not as heavy over there as it is here. Mm. Especially the fact that she has a son, a 12-year-old son. And then, you know, that's always on her mind that, you know, when he turns 16, he's going to want a car. You know, and then it's like when he is able to go out by himself and his car or like whatever he does, like he's gonna be alone. You know, now he's still under her arm and stuff because yeah. you know, he's twelve. But when he goes out into the world by himself, he's not necessarily safe. Mm-hmm. You know, he really can be. You know, he's in danger simply because he is black. No, and she was like, you know, it doesn't necessarily matter what you have. You know, if you're rich or not. It's like. If you're black, you're black, you know. You being rich may help a little bit in the sense that, okay, you can afford, you know, bond and all those type of things and maybe bribe someone here and there, you know, to help with your case and hire a lawyer, but you're black, you're black, you know. And I'm just like, well, damn. That's that's really something serious to be like, I'm thinking about moving to a whole other country because she needed to live in Nashville right now, mm-hmm. you know. And at first, you know, um, Jamil was asking her, like, are you talking about just moving to another state? You know, because Nashville is like... Nashville, Nashville the South. South. Yeah, like, you know, you in Nashville, girl. Move on to another country. Go to L.A. or something. But it's like... Move your ass back to Philly. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Talking about go to Philly. Uh, but I'm like, she, you know, she probably just... Maybe that's better there for her career. I don't know. Maybe the producer she's working with or maybe her husband. I don't know. Um, but it, it definitely had me thinking as a mom of a son. You know what I mean? Because I'm not gonna lie, I do think of those things. Mm. Like I, I really, really do think of those things. And that's even one of the conversation me and his dad have. Like, is this like wow? Like the climate in, in which we're in to have a child. Like, is it even safe? And it's just like, is one not gonna have a child because of racism? You know what I mean? I will say I think that um, you black everywhere. Mm. And some of these countries may not have the racist history that yeah. America has, but I think racism exists in other ways. In other ways. It may not be like the police, you know what yeah. I mean? Like all of that and that's and the other. But I think that's a policing issue in America. It's too heavy. You know what I mean? You know? That's a policing issue. And as she did say, like, it's not that, you know, you wouldn't deal with certain things in the European countries. Of course, there are some racist as fuck European countries. Exactly. Like, I won't think about going to Russia. Exactly. Um, But like Holland and all those smaller, you know, um, places, they may be okay. And it's just, it just also just says so much about America. 
The best thing about Holland is the healthcare. Yeah. I don't know. You know, I don't know if Jill Scott has frequented in Holland so much. She's done, like, based on the podcast, yeah. she's done so much. She was saying some little yeah. facts about, like, she's done her research on it. You know what I mean? So they're considering it, you know? Um, but it just shows America is just, because even I was even talking to my auntie in Nigeria about the American lifestyle. You know yeah. what I mean? Because, you know, even having a child made me realize how I don't have much family here. You yeah. know what I mean? I used to not think about it so much because I'm like, okay, I'm, f- I mean, I'm dealing with myself, you know, fending for myself, whatever. But having a child is like, that whole, it takes a village to raise a child mentality, it really doesn't really exist in America. America does not allow it to exist because everybody's working, you know? Even a grandma is working. My mama is still working. You know, she lives in Texas, but it's like, in Nigeria, is that community. You're going to have aunties, cousins, you know, whether you hire help or whatever, you're always surrounded by a village. Who cares? You know what I mean? Who's always there with you? Mm-hmm. You know, so... In America, the, the lifestyle and then the racism is, is too much. It, it really is heavy. You know, I mean, I pray. That's something I even pray. Even even though he's still a baby, I pray that, you know, he doesn't become a victim of racism or, you know, something so brutal that we've seen in many cases. Yeah. I don't know. I, I feel for her, though, you know. Um, I do hope by the time my son is, like, 16, like, things are better. I mean, I think America is America. And I think the world is the world. Um... Shit, it's really what God wants for you. I ain't going to sit here and, like, come up with shit. I think it's what God wants for you. In what sense? In terms Whether you're going to deal with racism or not? Yeah, like, you can go anywhere in the world and it's going to be a form of racism. Yeah. Because the whole world is built off the idea that white people are a little bit better than black people. But, hey, if you go to Nigeria, you ain't dealing with racism. I tell you that for a fact now. You're not dealing with with overt racism. There's no racism in Nigeria. You're not dealing with overt racism, but the way that the country is set up is because of racism. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you're not dealing with racism. That's what I'm saying. You're not dealing with overt racism. So I don't think racism is the word, though. I mean, it's systematic racism. It's in the, Nigeria. It's the racism that comes from the colonialism. You know, what colonialism. I mean? But if the government is black, the people are black, so it That's would not, be, it's not. It would be discrimination. It's yes, not discrimination because it's yes, like it's who's just, there to discriminate against? It's discrimination you. with classism. With you're rich, it's all about what you have. If yeah. You have money, but racism. Racism is between two different races. Right. So I'm saying I feel like the racism that is in the world and how like mm-hmm. colonial colonialism has like impacted the world is like overt like like a racism that's just overarching. But I'm saying like in Nigeria no you're not going to deal with like Jim Crow racism. You're yeah. not going to deal with the way that people were like segregate you or discriminate against you or whatever cuz yeah. you're all black. Yeah. But you're going to deal with the way that the white people have dismantled the country. I mean, of course. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, yes. But I, for me personally, on my experience and just what I know, I know there's, there's to me, there's no racism in Nigeria, but discrimination, yes, you know, lack of privilege. It's all about connection, who you know. And if you do end up in, you know, in a, working in a place where, okay, maybe there are white people, maybe, but it's just like, I don't know, man. Who knows? Who, who freaking knows? Um, but do I see myself living in Chicago forever? No. I used, I used to think about living, like, in Switzerland when I was younger. When I, I was in college. This, I will not live outside of America. Oh, really? Because I've lived in Europe. People really be overhyping Europe. But I've then lived you in lived Europe. there when you were younger, But it's though. still Europe. Europe is Europe. I remember it. You know what I mean? Like, I remember Europe. But Europe. can you say you remember systematic things? I remember motherfuckers not feeling, like, treated, like, calling me Scary Spice because I was the black girl. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> not Scary Spice. Racism is I mean, racism. I always wanted to be Scary Spice. Because you identify with being black. Yeah. But it's different when people tell you you your scary spice yeah i feel that you get what i'm saying like racism is gone like here's the thing people always gonna remember you not white 
Yeah. I just want to now acknowledge that America's racism is on a different level. It, it's a different type of racism. It's well, on a European racism is different as well. Of course. And I think that we just be like don't acknowledge that. Just because we're used to this type of racism, European racism is different and it's fucked up. Of course. I mean, because we see what's going England, on with Megan. You England know, is a fucked up country. We Russia is a fucked up country. Germany, all these other, but maybe, you know what I'm saying, Holland probably got this little, you know, Holland probably got this little shit, but it's a lot of fucked up, Paris is a fucked up European country, like, I think, you know, so over, many European countries overall, that black people. Overall, it just shows that as black individuals, we truly don't really have a home. Our only home is Africa, yeah. you know what I mean, and then we need to do what we need to do to make Africa a better continent with better countries where we could truly take care of our nations. Because as black per as black people, no matter where you go, you are gonna feel like you are othered. You are the other person. You are black. You know, you are not a native of this country. You moved here. You moved. You left America, even though America's supposed to be your home, but yeah. you didn't feel like it's home. You moved to another country, and then you're gonna deal with something. Yeah. So as black people, I think though, overall, it's like as black people, we don't have a home. So yeah, that's I think to do that the reality countries. is like you should have just said you was gonna move to Ghana if that was gonna be your mindset. To me. Right, it's right, like, right, right, right. You know right. what I'm saying? What you were saying, oh, I'm going to move to another white country. You know what I mean? Like, I feel that. I feel, Now, that makes sense. That like, I right, agree you with. You should have said you were going to move to Ghana. Yeah, you should have said if you're going to avoid it in all and move in all to sense. an African country. Yeah, that I feel. That that I can agree with completely. Okay. Um. So, you know, y'all know that I like horror, scary stuff. So, I'm currently watching American, American Horror Story, okay? And it's just... American Horror Story is like different stories. You know, it's never just, you know how Grace Anatomy is like the same overarching, like, it's different, plot. Yeah. It's different stories. You know what I mean? So this story for this season is um, a chemist made appeal, right? It was originally made by the government because they want, like, the soldiers to be the best to their best to their ability. You know what I mean? Um, so she made this certain black pill. And if you have talent, if you take the pill... The pill would make you the best in whatever your talent is. So if you're a writer, you're gonna be writing major scripts for Hollywood. Podcaster, boom, we got a fucking podcast deal. You're an actor, you act into the fucking highest level, okay? Hmm. But if you don't have talent and you take the pill, you literally turn into a zombie, in the sense that you lose all your hair and then you feed on human blood. Uh -huh. Okay. So now, mind you, whether you have talent or not, you're gonna feed on human blood, okay? Uh. So with even having a talent. You, you know, people that are talented and they take the pill that it works for them, they have the thirst of this, this animalistic oh. thirst where they have to have human blood. Whether it's maybe animal blood, but blood is blood. They want blood. And, and human blood is more authentic. Now, if you don't have talent, you will still want the thirst for human blood, but you turn into a zombie and you're, like, doing, like, the, you know, the whole Michael Jackson move where you just, like... Not thriller. <laughs> move, like, literally a zombie and it's, like, you're weird and you go out of your mind type of thing. Now, my question is... If you had an opportunity to take a pill that they said would bring your talents, you know, whether, you know, you've been a director or you could write a script and they said this pill would make you the top. You will have all the dreams, everything that you want. You'll be rich. You take care of your family to the highest level, Dami. Okay? You'll be the best podcaster, director. You won't have to do your regular job that you ever want. If you ever want, you'll be in the midst of socialites. Okay, you know we talking about we want to be in different environments. You adding stuff to the pill. no, but that's what the pill would do. Does the excuse pill me, let me heighten my, my let talent, me. or does it give me opportunity? Well, I mean Those that's the, different. Excuse things. me, if your talent is heightened, 
opportunities come along with it. What are you talking about? No, it's different because no, some people have not. talent and opportunity don't come. No, no, no. But listen, I'm talking okay. about the people. No, if you have, ta- you're gonna have recognizable talent. Okay. You know, we're not just talking about oh, you have talent and don't we have talent? That's what I'm saying. Okay, but I'm saying it will make it recognizable over here. My talent's recognizable. <laughs> I just haven't been recognized. Okay, you make. <laughs> what the fuck, bitch? I just said. <laughs> okay, it will make it recognized. Isn't that what I'm saying? Recognizable. Okay? <laughs> it will make it recognizable. Bitch, we are all podcasting where there's, you know, 500,000 other podcasts. Okay. It will make it to the level where your podcast is number one. All right. Where your writing, directing skill is like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Bigger than Issa Rae, your, your mentor. Okay? So now, would you take the pill? Why not? But the only downside is you have to drink some him blood. Why not? Really? Who's blood? <laughs> Isn't that blood of you, man? So let me tell you the creepy part about it. There's this couple, right? The husband is a writer. The the wife is a designer, but she's looking not fully talented. The daughter is, she plays the violin. Okay, so they move to the city, the small town where the pill is at. Husband take the pills, super smart, whatever, whatever. He ends up killing people to get blood. Because after, who's going to donate? going to give you blood for you to drink. You should go to a blood bank. After a while, you're going to have to kill people. Yeah, true, true. The eight-year-old daughter ended up, she saw her dad took the pill. She took the pill too. Damn. And she's eight years old. The hunger is real. So she too, she ate? Yes, she's killing people. They're her goofy ass. Yes, and then she's the best violinist. You she, know, you know she, those she's going to Ju- Juilliard and she's doing, you know, one to, you know those Juilliard things. Yeah, it's no. very serious. Mm-hmm. The mother, so the daughter forced the pill on the mother. Mm. Mind you, the mother is pregnant, okay? So okay. when the mother had the daughter, had, had the son, the newborn, mm. the daughter went to suck on the newborn's blood. Because newborn you? blood is whoa, magical. Yeah. Okay? She forced Damn, the, she ate. She a demon. She, she a demon, bitch. She forced the mom, like, aren't you talented, mom? Are you scared that you're not going to be talented? You know, that you're not you're not going to be part of us? The mom took it. She ended up, end up becoming a zombie. Oh, Lord. I know, right? But anyway, I'm just like, would you, so you say you would take the pill for yeah, sure. Yeah, because I'm talented, so that bitch was hiding. <laughs> and you be sucking on people's blood? I don't give a fuck. Fuck you, people. <laughs> I mean, what's Damn, the blood I don't know. to people? So you be killing people to get their blood? People die every day. Damn. How would you get access to this blood? I would go to a morgue. Wow. You have to pay somebody so you can have access to the blood. I would do that. I wouldn't just like be shooting See, people. De- but dead bodies blood. That's what I want. You don't That's want what I you crave. Your thirst, your crave would be fresh, fresh blood. I would kill, right? I would go to jail or prison <laughs> and get the niggas that's on death row. <laughs> For child molestation. Okay. okay. Um, what's the shit? Yeah, what's the shit R. Kelly doing? Pedophilia. <laughs> but y'all, this shit, I'm like, this, you guys should watch American Horror Story. It's pretty good, G. I'm just like, that's, it's really, and you know, and I do believe that the government, they do create crazy things out there pills. that we do not know about. Give me my talent. I mean, pill. that's also where cigarettes started from, too. The you government. Because they were like, cigarettes. Um, back in the day, like nicotine, it gave them energy to stay up, to be awake, and things like that. You know, Facts. They, so they kept on. You know, there were soldiers they that really it. would smoke cigarettes. Um, and she was like, you know, they were making this, and it was a black chemist that was making yeah. this um um pill. So what she ended up doing, the black chemist, she never took the pill because obviously she see the side effects, but she would give it to like racist cops. Nice. Obviously they don't have talent, and they will go crazy and muffles and killing them because it's like you're a racist cop. 
you know, the demon side of you come out, you know, and you, you know, you're doing something, you turn into a zombie and they shoot them. So she's like, I'm helping the community in that way. Facts. My point is that y'all should watch it and just ask the question about the appeal. You know, I don't watch horror, horror I know. shit. It's, it's not too scary. Is, is it scary? I don't, I don't really. like demonic shit. Is it demonic? I guess. But it's, it's, it's pretty good. I, Some I like, people are eating people and saying it's not demonic. <laughs> you're asking yourself, is it demonic? <laughs> Hey. But I didn't say I'm gonna. Yeah, the one that said proud, proudly, you would if suck the some reality blood. Reality exists. Yes. Wow. I don't seek the reality. But if 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 they say hey, take it. Why not? Ah, I don't know. Why not? The I'm... world is overpopulated. <laughs> there are people. So, so it's in your hands to end overpopulation. Look. Wow. You guys hear that? You heard? You heard. I'm not gonna act ashamed if I had a pill. That put me to my highest potential. Yeah. But all I had to do was eradicate those that do not have potential. Why not? And that's what they were doing in okay, the movie. They would in the show they would literally kill drug um drug addicts. Exactly. That's who they would go. You don't waste your They'll go on Craigslist and stuff and like act like they want to buy something and they will go to their house and it's like obviously it's a drug addict or go to like you know the alley and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Why not? If I knew I would survive a situation, you know how many crackheads be on the straight of the streets of Chicago? And then you don't have to keep on taking a pill you know so exactly what? so it's like you know i've reached my highest potential i made millions already girl of course i'm gonna eat your goofy ass <laughs> yo you're a goofy you ain't doing shit in the world but but destroying wow look at her oh well wow shit. you destroying the world damn i'm gonna eat your ass mm. okay all right still on tv um our kind of people it's a new tv show that's out on fox on fox it's fox pretty is good new show to replace empire yep and it's on hulu as well um mm-hmm. if you don't have fox and it's a black show you, and I, I like that you know what i mean yes it's not a black show that feels like a black show in the sense. you know how some black it's a show, black dynasty yeah exactly it's not low budget okay um and I think I'll leave it at that. It's Black Dynasty. Like, you you know, you see classism. You see black excellence. Everyone is trying to be part of the black it's excellence. Secrets, it's yeah, Exactly. It's Sororities, fraternities, and things like that. You yeah. know, you're trying to be part of them. But I didn't, they, it, for me, it just shows that everyone is still fighting the same fight in the sense that, Hell you know, yeah. you want to be recognized. You want to be successful. Whether you're even already successful, but you still want more power. Um, it's a good show. You know, yeah. um, it's just two episodes out so far. Um, so I've watched both episodes. It's it's, it's actually really good. I'm waiting on episode three. I know it's yeah yeah. It mm-hmm. is um more Papa, chestnut. Papa Pope. More chestnut is on the Papa Pope from um, Scandal. Uh huh. Um, Lance Gross. Yeah. Um, what's her name? She, you talking about the older lady? She played the auntie in Eve's Bayou. And she played the mom in Love and Basketball. In Love and Basketball. We, we her never name know is, her she name. not Lynn Whitfield, but no, the no, other no. light-skinned, red-haired woman. Huh. She's pretty good, you, you know, but it's it's a good cast. It's definitely good cast. Uh, you guys would enjoy it. You know? For sure. I know a lot of those black faces, and I'm excited. Mm-hmm. It's good, and it's good acting, too. You know what I mean? I'm excited to watch it's, it. It's good acting, good Queens writing. Queens is coming out soon. Queens with Brandy, Eve, Notori, mm-hmm. Notton, and that Hispanic mm-hmm. woman. Yeah, yeah. Um... I don't know if I'll really be in tune with that show. I will. I'm trying to see. I would definitely watch like a, you know a few episodes to see if I do like it. Damn, you ain't gonna. Why you? Why you saying you ain't gonna be in tune? Because I saw the clip of the music video. Uh-huh. I, I wasn't too crazy about it personally. Damn, bitch, you hate music. 
You hate music or something? I know I like music. You it's hate just, a musical. I just, I just, I just didn't like it. No, of that song that did. I know it's for the show. Yeah, it was a nasty girl. That shit so. was hard to me. I'm like, okay, nasty. Maybe I didn't really listen to you. You ain't listening. They kind of went off with their little no, personality. They, they were going off. The bar. Brandy went crazy. I thought they was gonna have Brandy sing. I said, oh, Brandy. Me too. I thought rapping? so too. I was okay, not rapping. Brandy. I thought they were gonna sing. Um, but let's see, let's see, let's see. I just recently started Quinn Sugar. I didn't know that was such a great you know, show. It's a good show. It's no, I'm just like, let me just watch this just because. I've been continuing Blood and Water. Okay, is that good? I love Blood and Water. Okay. It's a good show. Okay. It's almost a teenage show if you really think about it because it's like mm-hmm. the kids are teenagers in yeah, high school. Yeah, yeah. But it's a good storyline. Yeah, it's good. I like it. I'll continue watching. I like those little South African shows. Yeah, they do have good, um, South Africa, they do definitely have good shows. Um, but with Queen Sugar, I liked how it highlights like the farm life. Oh, you know, because you know now farming is seen as a rural thing. You know yeah, what I mean? It is rural. It is, yeah. But like that's how you know people used to survive. That was the means of came- farming was a big thing. You know, and I think globally it's become a rural thing. Like no one wants to talk about farming. Even in Nigeria, it's like you, you own a land and you farm. That's major. But now it's like oh, yo, you, you know, your farmer is bush. You know, it's not really anything major. So it's nice to see like you know even how racism and how it's so systematic with the cropping and. How Harvesting how it is with farming, you know. Yeah, I season like three gets mm, a little good. Season bad. one and two. I'm on season two. Yeah, season three. Mm. It gets weak. I I will say this because like I know a lot of y'all gave up on Grey's Anatomy. We talk about Grey's. A lot of y'all gave up on Grey's Anatomy. I will say this: every show that was out during COVID, as a show writer, as a show runner, you must give them grace. It was a lot to shoot a show in the height of COVID. I get that. With I totally get that. You know, so it's not even about shooting a show in the height of COVID. But it for me is, I think I'm just almost tired of Grace. I think that was, and the recycling of all these people. You know, it, maybe I'll give it another chance because I'm so in love with Grace. But you know, and I kind of don't want to mess it up in my head for me. But maybe because you've the, already messed. It I up. already have actually. So this is a new season now. So what's this season twenty five? Golly. I mean, it's going to be the same characters. I think that's the thing. It's like, you got to be realistic with what you're coming for. The story makes sense. Because, you know, the last season was horrible. Okay. I'm glad you agree with that one. The last season was horrible. And I don't even think, okay, I know Kobe may have made it harder. I will say this a lot of the principal actors have left the show. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, we lost Cali. We lost Arizona. We lost Kepner. We lost Therese. You know what I mean? Like, these are principal characters. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, it feels like, damn, what are we watching? Like, it's literally just married. And I feel like they also left for a reason because they're like, I've been doing this shit for 10, 12 years. And they want to feel like real actors. And then we see that y'all can't book shit because y'all are not great fucking actors. You just caught a gig. Damn. You don't think they're great? No, they're not great actors. They're great, they're great in their role. Yeah. People be needing to realize that too. You're not a good actor. You got a good role. Damn. Keep that. That's facts, though. So, Karev, we gonna see. That's you know what facts. I'm saying? Like, we ain't seen Izzy since the bitch had cancer on Grace. Oh, no. Izzy is in some movies. What you talking about? She in a couple movies, she knows, but she's actually, her career did not go she, off. She's in Netflix movies. Let me put it that way. You know what I'm saying? Good for her. Netflix movies, and it's like... Know those like lifetime ish type movies. That's not good. She, I mean, she still make her bank though. She make money. And you know what I don't like? Yeah. I, what I don't like, I feel like for me, because even me as an actor, I don't want to be a, a a Hollywood. Oh my God, megastar! I don't. You know what I'm saying? I want to act in decent movies, 
and still have my life. You know what I'm saying? Now, does it, and even if I do Lifetime movies or just Netflix movies, does it mean I'm not a great actress? Does it but mean, no? Okay. That's my okay. thing. If it was okay. great movies, like, I don't give a care if it's on Lifetime or Netflix. Netflix has great movies. Yeah. If it was a great movie on Netflix, Because there's some good. great independent movies that, exactly. you know, just because they're independent, they don't really that don't have that much funding yeah. to really get out there so people can see that they're great movies. But they're great movies. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. Catherine Heigl ain't been in no, no for real. shit. I'm not a fan of her acting to that level, to Exactly. Be honest, to be so it's I like you that. had a good role that fit you, yeah. and you would have been able to do well. Half of the people that left Grey's, you ain't never seen them in TV again. Probably, yeah, not really. So that's really. just what it is with what it is. But the, um, the Sorry, the last show I want to talk about is C. I think I've mentioned it a while ago, and it's basically on the fact that the world, basically everyone went blind. Some yeah. major disease happened where everyone is blind. But people are living, you know, their communities, empires, living as blind people. So people are still getting around. They're still soldiers and stuff like that. They have a way to communicate with each other. Hell yeah, if everybody's blind. I mean, they have the walking stick. I mean, you adapt, though. You know what I'm saying? Your body, yeah. your senses will adapt. Your body, So your hearing becomes super, super, like, your number one sense. You know what I'm saying? Because when one sense goes away, your other sense is kind of heightened to replace it. So everyone is blind, but there's this... So, um, twins were born where they could see. And that's because their father, a black man, he's the only one where he can see. And now he's been going everywhere to different communities to reproduce with different bitches. So he, so he, see? so yeah, so that the kids they have can see. And which has been happening. Oh, so nice. now he's creating his own colony of motherfuckers that can see. Damn. It's he, a good show. It's a, what's, what is that? It's called See. It's on Apple TV. Oh, I don't got that shit. Yeah, I mean, it's on How iPhone. How you do Apple TV? I, I mean, you, you, Apple, you, TV. You, Apple TV is an app on your phone. You have free. You, it's free for a year, and then you have to end up paying. Really? For That's real. A lot of shit I would binge. Just a show on there with oh, Jennifer yeah, yeah, yeah. Aniston. I've been yeah. meaning to be now, like, not all today. shows can you watch. Now they'll let Ooh. you watch two or three episodes for free. Ooh. You know what I'm saying on Apple TV, but there's still some shows that you could watch for free on Apple TV for a year. You have an iPhone. Oh, yeah, okay. and then you probably end up paying like three or four dollars every month oh, or whatever. Check that out. So check it out. See, it's, it just makes me think like, well, how the world could look if everyone was blind. Right. If everybody you know had a disability, oh, everyone that's cool. that cannot see. And JC Momoa, I think that's his name, right? JC Momoa. Yeah, he's in it. He's like the main um character he's, nice. you know, he's sexy he's great i like his acting i like that he gets a role outside of his body yes yeah i mean yes he body still plays role because he could fight and he's like a soldier you know what i'm saying but he's a he's a good actor he is a good actor I, he's like and i tune. like that people see that yes he's a good actor I ain't gonna stunt. his little thing on game of thrones it was short but it, it was, was mighty yeah. strong short but that, mighty and you know what you know short what i like about him all his roles that he ever gets are, are mighty roles yeah. It's certain people that you just, you know, I just can't put you in a little ass role, G. Because you, you just, you just don't, I just cannot. He's a good actor. He's one of those. He's like, he's always Aquaman. The main, he's, he's the only person that held DC. Because DC Comics, they shit don't be good. Facts. So, it's called C. It's a good, it's really good. So, you guys should check it out. What else do we have, Tommy? Oh, shit. All right, let's talk about the Real Housewives of Atlanta franchise. So if you guys watch Housewives as we do, you know Real Housewives of Atlanta is the principal black show. You know, before Potomac, it was only Atlanta. Recently, so many castmates have been coming out that they are not coming back. So Nene is already gone. Mm -hmm. um, and recently, Cynthia and Portia said that they are not coming back for this season. So as a housewife watcher, how do you yeah. feel about this? I think I've been okay with Cynthia going because I'm yeah, like, yeah, fuck her. You know, like okay, she's been there for like ten years. You know, and it's like, 
All right, you could go. Now she's been there for over 10 years, like 12 years. Uh, Portia, I'm like, okay, bitch, you don't want us to see about you and your Nigerian sugar daddy, huh? Something is giving Portia is giving her own spinoff. Definitely. Knowing Portia, she's going to always remain on TV. Because she already has a show with Bravo. Like, yeah. the way she tried to make her little thing like she was leaving Bravo, bitch, you still do all them other shows She's always going to be on TV. We yeah. know that for a fact. But I'm just like, I guess she didn't want us to see. She doesn't want to show us her lifestyle. Because she, she don't have much control. She don't want to interact control. with Ken- Kenya. Yeah, and everybody else with the questions and stuff. If she has her own spin-off, she has a little bit more control with what she yes. wants to show. Um, now, it makes me wonder who are they going to have to replace these ladies. I saw that they were talking about having one of the Olympic, this um, black Olympic lady. I forgot what she, sport she does that she was probably yes. going to be part of a cast. Now, is that a good fit? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like when you're Olympian, you kind of have a, a certain type of etiquette, a certain type of, like, vibe, a different type of culture than being on rea- on that type of reality TV. You yes. know what I mean? So, we'll see how it goes. Um, I'm try- I, I really hope they, they put nice, decent ladies, too. Okay, not just any lady like, oh, let's just put whatever. Put decent standing ladies that could be there for a while. Because I don't like when shows constantly switch cat cast, you know? Especially these reality shows. I mean, Atlanta has always had the longest running castmates of all the, the franchises. You see Atlanta? Yeah. Atlanta's had the the longest running, some of the longest running castmates. I'm trying, because I'm trying to think. I watch the other ones. New Jersey has. New Jersey's actually long- New Jersey low-key beats Atlanta G. No, it does. I'm saying it's one of like okay. they've they're one of the housewife franchises that hasn't switched up. It, so, it's in yeah. recent years that they've switched a lot, but they are one of the ones that keep yeah. their people. Like yeah. they didn't switch a lot of people. Yeah. Um from all the people that started, a lot of them stayed on the show. If not for Kim and Sheree, a lot of them were still on the show. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what else comes up. Let's talk about the Super Bowl. So they have a performance lineup. Who is the lineup for Super Bowl? So the Super Bowl is coming up. And the lineup is Dr. Dre. And he is bringing some friends. Dr. Dre is bringing Mary J. Blige, Eminem, Kendrick Lamar, um, and so on and so forth. And Snoop Dogg there? Yes, and Snoop. So it seems like he's bringing all of like... Um, what's his name and shit? I can't remember the name. Death Row? Not Death Row, but the one Aftermath, Shady Aftermath. Okay. And Death Row. It seemed like he doing that type of vibe. All I know is Super Bowl Party, because I want to see that. Yeah. I want to see that. I would definitely watch that. I definitely would. I think that's a nice lineup. It's different. You know what I mean? Um... It's like it's all black lineup too. I like that. Yeah, I like West that. West Coast, okay. No Maroon Five, no. Exactly, because it's always some white, some band, white band, Madonna, to, or somebody to that like comes. make it neutral or whatever. But this yep. is like all hip hop, and it's a specific type of hip hop. Yep, it's a specific type. It's not fucking Flo Rider. It's like Dre, Mary, Eminem, Snoop, you know exactly. what I mean? Kendrick. Like, exactly, it's real hip hop. I'm down for that. Do we want to talk about this? About what? R. Kelly. We got to talk about R. Kelly because our podcast started with R. Kelly. Mm-hmm. That was the first topic we ever spoke about. Like episode mm-hmm. zero, we came in here talking about R. Kelly being on trial. And we have to talk about 
him being found guilty on all charges in New York, mm-hmm. right? Um, R. Kelly was found guilty on all charges in New York from racketeering mm-hmm. to child pornography mm-hmm. to all... Listen, anything that um, R. Kelly got in trouble for, they said he did it, he did that shit. Um, and he is, at this point, spa- facing life in prison. Life? Life. Mm. Life. You know, I was watching a little clip like from a documentary saying, you know, just really showing... Like, you know, now, like, this whole court case, this is not the first time. He's yeah. Been, he has a 30-year span of, you know, success in the industry, right? Mm-hmm. And he's had multiple court cases regarding child pornography and pedophilia. Yes. Where things could have been handled back then. Like, in 2002, he went to court so many times regarding this. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, wait, what the hell? Like, you know, for me, you know, I didn't grow up here, so I didn't really know much so much. I mean, I knew Carly, of course, but I didn't know all this stuff. About this, this is my stuff. first time, you know, when this thing Oh, was, really? Yes, this is, you know, it, I mean, yeah, I knew about, like, the little tape, whatever, but I not so much. I remember when that tape was out. But, like, you know, I didn't live here at that time, you know, so this is my first time. Like, oh, he's really going to court for the, But I didn't know he's been going to court for years. I kind of feel like it's quiet, and low-key. He, and he's, been, he's paid off multiple women. 200k 250k years ago regarding this shit yeah like from the early 2000s yeah so it's just like now i a lot of questions a lot of people question like why now you know i'm saying like why now and for me i believe eventually you're gonna pay the consequences of your sin oh yeah i mean yes of course the the fact that his white counterparts are also doing the same thing and are they in jail no what are they getting probation they're not really getting anything pay some money and boom whatever but i don't even want to focus so much on that when you do something, you're gonna pay the consequence of the sin. It may be, it may not be today, it may not be tomorrow, it may not be ten years from now, but it's gonna happen one way or the other. Yeah. And it's just like thirty years. I watch. I was also watching uh, Bill. What's his name? Bill Cosby. He, no, not Bill Cosby. His Bill Murray. He's a comedian. Mm-hmm. Um, Murray. And, is that was that his name? Is that his name? Bill Murray. There's a Bill Murray. The black comedian. And he's an actor no. too. No. Bill Bellamy. Yes, I think that's him. And he was, you know, singing the different songs of R. Kelly. And he was like, motherfuckers, the signs were there, G. Hell yeah. You know, I saw a clip of um, R. Kelly in Ethiopia saying, do you have your passport? Do you have your shots? Do you want to come to America with Rob? <laughs> it is like, he's really calling y'all to come. You know what I mean? All the titles of his album, literally, you know, aging nothing but a number. His songs with Aaliyah. Like, it point, he, he didn't necessarily hide it. No, he did not. He did not. Does he deserve it? Yes. I think so. I believe he deserves it. Here's the thing. The real question is, is R. Kelly still canceled? Can we never listen to R. Kelly music again? <sighs> I'll tell y'all the truth, and I'm not ashamed to say it. I will never listen to AJ, nothing but a number. I can never listen to um, Bump and Grind. Because mm, some of those damn, songs... Damn, my song. Some of those songs are way too... Like, it's in the lyrics. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you can't even, like, ignore it. But I'm listening to In the Closet. I'm going to listen to A Woman's Word. And the, listen, when I was younger, In the I'm Closet, I used to be on YouTube. I used to be on YouTube watching every Hell clip yeah. of In the Closet. You going to watch that. That's a, that's a soap opera. It sure is. I'm going to watch that. I'm going to listen to Sex in the Kitchen. <laughs> oh, <over laughs> I'm going to listen to... Feeling on your booty, your booty. I'm sorry. 
Oh man. <coughs> I'm sorry. I'm from Chicago. All y'all other people that's not from Chicago, y'all can deal with it how you want to. I'm from Chicago. R. Kelly from Chicago. It's certain music I'm subjected to. I I, I cannot act like I can't listen to Laundry Mat. Like if you know, if I'm at a party and they play, I'm not feeling like hell no, stop that shit. I'm not gonna do that. If Heck, they play AJ nothing but number bum and grind, I might say something. I'm be like, it just doesn't add up. If no he ain't my party, hey, I mean, I dance to or say nothing, whatever. Yes, I might go outside saying? for a little bit, you know. But if I can control, you know, if it's my party, I won't play it. Now, do yeah. I naturally play R. Kelly? No, I do not. Yes. When I was younger, I actually did used to like play his songs. You know, when you're younger, I used to play all those crazy sex songs for whatever fucking reason. I don't know why I did, but hey. Um, but I would not intentionally play his songs. I, I just wouldn't. And they don't come on the radio no more. They actually don't. I don't hear them on the radio anymore. Yes. Um, It's sad. It's unfortunate that he really fucked up his... But you know what's blowing my mind? You know what's really blowing my mind? His wife. I don't like that bitch. Now, now I'm really getting what you're saying because I'm yes. like, he's been married to this woman for a very, very long time. Yeah. Okay? So you were married to him. What? You cannot tell me you didn't know some of the things he was doing. I don't buy that. That you didn't know anything that he was doing. You think he was cheating. You can't say you didn't know he was. I just feel like at this point, she should have detached herself from that. And she does not. And she still keeps She loved being like, I'm R. Kelly's Kelly's wife. It's like, girl, and the thing's like, you only only benefit from having a superstar's ex name if motherfuckers even knew you were their wife. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Motherfuckers, like, okay, like Jada Pickett-Smith. I can understand if if she divorced Will Smith and said, I'm going to, you know, Keep his name because yes. like okay, it's been what twenty years over twenty yes. years. We get it. We all know her as Will Smith's wife. As Jada Pinkett Smith. Okay, but no one knew you. You bitch. You were in the closet. No, she was in the closet. She was trapped in the closet. She really was in the closet. closet. We didn't know who closet. she was till she did that. Um, till she did um Hollywood ex wives. No one did. who knew about her. I sure for sure didn't. I didn't even really know about her until Survivor R. Kelly. <laughs> I ain't care about Drea Kelly, like... See, I forgot her name was... Baby, exactly. Drea need to cut it out. Yeah. Drea need to cut it out. But yes, you know, he's been convicted. Out. So you said lifetime? For what? R. Kelly. Oh, yeah, he's in jail for a lifetime. Yeah. Mm. For the rest? For New mm. York. He hasn't even done Illinois charges yet. Really? Yeah, those are just like New York charges. People, I saw, you know, people were making different memes. Like, R. Kelly, if you believe you could fly, this is this is the time now that you should fly I'm now. Somebody, I believe I could fly. You better fly your, your ass out of this situation. I'm crying. Like, what? They told that nigga he need to fly. Come on now. It's, it's, it's a shame. It's so sad. For me, it's also like it's sad for his kids. Because, you know, his daughter was on um, growing up hip-hop mm-hmm. for a little bit. Um, I don't know, is it girl up hip-hop Atlanta? And she's talking really? about how it's hard. Yeah. The the daughter and how it's hard. You know, being his daughter and people knowing her for this. You know, yeah. so you, you just you have kids. I mean, I just think this. I definitely think R. Kelly is a product of his own abuse, his own of rape, course. his own molestation. Of course. But that doesn't absolve him of what he has done to other people. Yeah. Uh, but I do end this in saying don't say shit when at the cookout I'm playing a woman's worth. Girl. Oh, oh yeah, I like that song now. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like that. Sorry. Girl, boom. <laughs> he gonna be in jail. He done got the justice. I don't know what, what y'all want from me. Yeah, I don't know. 
All right. Um, let's go to our next segment, which is All Odo of the Week. We're gonna drop the beat. An Alodo, somebody who is a dumbass, stupid, makes poor decisions, comparable to a donkey. Olodo Rabata, goofass. All right, so the Lodo goes to Texas governor. All right, you know we all talked about um, what's going on in Haiti and the border patrols and how you know those um, border patrols agents were on horses with whips and things of that nature. So the Texas governor says, you know, he will hire border patrol agents who lose their job because of the whip controversy. He says, I will hire you. Basically, he was saying the people, you know, the horses, they were just maneuvering the horses, not whipping the people. The people who took those pictures said that the characterization um Forget about that part because that doesn't even make sense. He was just sorry. I was gonna read it all, but I'm like, it doesn't even really make sense. But he was basically just saying it's them maneuvering the horses because you know if you have a horse, you're gonna have a whip at the same time, um, and he will hire them. They're not racist or whipping the people. Why would you say something like that, bastard? Texas, it's no just, Texas is out here with Florida, man. I'm like the South is really some crazy stuff, huh? That's why all y'all be moving for land. It's not that deep to me. God, it's damn. not that deep for me. I can't move just because of the land. It's too deep. It's too much. It is really too much. It's it's, it's 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 quite. It's an insult. It's too much of a slap in the face. Because what are you saying? Are you saying that you condone the idea of whips and chains? Because well, I did hear somewhere that the media kind of propagated that. And it wasn't necessarily whips or like they were whipping them. That is what I heard and saw somewhere. However, the fact remains, this shit do not look good. And for you as a governor to come out and make it seem like you support it, it's like, get the fuck out of here. But I'm sorry. Maybe the media trying to make try to make it a big story, a bigger story. But the pictures, the pictures say something. They, they said the pictures were at an angle where it looked like... They were whipped. Honestly, that is what they said. They said that people came out and said like they didn't whip them, they didn't touch them. It wasn't like that. I don't Ooh. believe that. That's I, what they I said. don't believe that. With it being white people from the south of that Texas border, I don't believe it. I don't. I don't believe it. I don't think they matter whoop them, but I do think they try to intimidate them. I don't believe it. Let's have one of the agents go on CNN and really clarify what's going on. I don't believe it. I don't. But on the flip side of that, let's talk about our care for the culture. So our care for the culture this week is a California news anchor named Frank Somerville. He is 63 years old, and he is a California news anchor that adopted a black daughter. Well, unfortunately, Mr. Frank Somerville has um, been put on administrative leave. He has been suspended indefinitely after telling bosses he wanted to talk about missing white woman syndrome during coverage of Gabby Petitio's story, right? So again, he is a white news anchor who is a three-time Emmy winner, and he has adopted a black daughter, and he wanted to bring highlight to white woman syndrome. Like, he wanted to sit here and let us know that Hey, y'all, we be paying more attention to these white women than these black girls. I sure was going to ask that, what is white woman syndrome? But you just explained Yes, it. it is that. It's the idea of, um, you know, 
of um, victimizing and making white women the victim in all situations. Like, they should be supported. They should be this. When it's like, we don't do this for black women, yeah. girls, yeah. boys, anybody who is not a white woman. And I do remember when... I do remember when he became when he went viral because he has he adopted a black girl and then he was talking about like having you know as a white person sometimes no matter how open and an ally that you are but when you adopt and have a black child it exposes you to different things. Damn, I do not remember this. Yeah, and it was about her black hair. Oh wow! Yeah, it was. She, yeah, it, I, think, I don't know if they did a new segment on him, but I remember about him and it was about her black hair. How like oh, wow. okay, he needs to figure out would do have black hair because he right. can't do it now she's a teenager now um but you know my point was to say with him having a black doctor a black daughter it definitely puts with him to now say hey we need to talk about this white woman syndrome yeah the regular white folk wouldn't do though think about that it doesn't come to mind to them you know yeah i just feel like we definitely need to do better in protecting black women and advocating for black women and black bodies in general i mean because it was the same time with this jeleni day case and yeah. with the um the girl, what's her name? I, damn, I forgot her name. Who, Gabby Petitia? Gabby, yes, yes. Yeah, so it just definitely proves. And I think for him to be on um, suspended over this is ridiculous. It's, it's, that's racist. That's racism. Okay. Racism in America. Like, how dare you talk about our white bodies, our white women? White people really be, like, thinking that their whiteness is being threatened. All the time. I mean, see, that's the beginning of racism now. That's the cause of it. But yeah, girl. But that, that's care for the culture. He's care for the culture, that right? That was care for the culture. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> the bird on the side. <laughs> Not the chirp chirp. <laughs> but yes, ma'am. Do we have anything else to add before we end the episode? No, I think we did a lot. We almost had two hours in a way. I know. Today was pretty long. It really was. But it was, I feel like it was a natural flow. It definitely went for it. We gave y'all a little bit more. And y'all, you know, bear with me. My baby was in the background, so you may hear some screaming, you know. It's okay. Mommy duties. Work, working mom over here. Keep it real with the people. Keep it authentic. <laughs> um, but I'd like to end our call with it being that you're Independence Day. The quote says, our Independence Day is more than just a holiday. It is a day to remind ourselves of how far we have come and how much we have done. It is a day of unity and togetherness. It is the day we put aside hostilities and come together as one big unified family. Today is truly a special day for the nation. So despite, you know, the things that we complain about Nigeria, despite the things that Nigeria needs to be better at, um, despite the backwardness, despite the pain and the poverty that's still going on, but we have definitely come far as a black nation, as the blackest nation in the world. Um, all in all, happy Independence Day to Nigeria. And thank you all for streaming um, Cross Culture, the podcast. And keep streaming, keep listening, keep sharing, keep liking. You know how we do. And Dami, this is Cross Culture. Girl, I'll be foolish if I don't let you in